KYMN is your place for local news. Rich Larson reports the latest happenings in Northfield, Dundas, and Rice County. And Jeff Johnson sits down with the movers and shakers of the area every morning to learn about what's happening in City Hall, the school board, and everywhere else in Northfield. It's all here on KYMN Radio. On air, on our website, kymnradio.net, and wherever you get your podcasts. Simply search the KYMN Radio Podcast. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning indeed. Uh, i got another great show for you today. We've got uh, Coach Driscoll will be in the uh, studio here very, very shortly joining me. And then we got Paige Haley as they continue their undefeated streak uh, in girls hockey. We've got the A.J. Reister coming up a little bit. He's going to talk a little gymnastics. We haven't heard from the gymnastics team. They're in a competition this morning. So we'll have Jolie Harris along with Tori Kalinowski coming in, and then AJ will get us all up to date with what's happening around Raider sports on the Raider scoreboard. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful morning. It's uh, glorious sunshine and clear skies. We're going to see a high today of around 59 tonight. Looks like we get some partly cloudy skies with a low of around 35, and then for tomorrow, partly sunny again, a high of around 50, and then for Tomorrow night, a 20% chance of snow after midnight. Yeah, you heard it. And then Monday, yeah, snow is likely, possibly mixed with some rain, mostly cloudy with a high near 34. That's it. So we get a little temperature drop here in the next couple of days. Chance of precipitation on Monday is about a 70% chance. And then for Monday night, it looks like a 30% chance of some snow cooling off to around 28. And then it's going to be around the 40s throughout the rest of the week, but that's always subject to change, just like anything. And speaking of subject to change, uh, welcome, Coach Driscoll. How you doing? Subject to change. You were going to have a contest today. You were going to take on Rochester John Marshall. That one got canceled. Yeah, I think uh, you summed up pretty good. Subject to change is uh, kind of the asterisk on everything all year. Uh, there's been quite a few changes throughout the season, and, and the funny thing is, is it doesn't even... You don't even really have to be a part of it. It can be uh, quite the spider web that that uh, gets entangled and and ends up uh, changing something on your own schedule. Uh, you know, we're almost through the season. You're, you know, you you made it this far. You're thinking to yourself, "Hey, we made it. We're over over the hump." And then something like this happens. I believe John Marshall's going into a shutdown again or a quarantine. Yeah, unfortunately, John Marshall is not going to be able to participate in the in the section playoffs. Um, so. Uh, that's a rough way to, to end a season. Um, so, you know, it's just these things. It's, it's, you can't say, oh, we made it because you still have to stay diligent. Um, we all do no matter what we're doing. Um, but, you know, in terms of our season, uh, it's, it's, it's a helpful reminder that this isn't the way, that wouldn't be the way we want to end our season too, is that uh, stay diligent um, and, and just let's make sure we finish this out on our own terms. 
So you guys qualify. You're eight nine on the season. So overall, I mean, you know, fifty fifty right around there. Um, how do you think the the entire season went, or how do you feel about that kind of that five hundred season? Well, I would say with most five hundred teams, um, we've shown um, sparks of greatness, um, and we've shown parts where we definitely were not our best, um, and we typically do that within the same game. Um, <laughs> we're we're we like our team. Um, and when we're playing well, we're really, really good. And um, I you know I talk with every coach pretty much, you know, before and after every game, and and they talk about how you know we can be really scary because we can be so good. And it just our big thing is just at this point is just sustaining and uh, staying consistent throughout a game. And when, if we're able to do that, um, I, I we're all very confident in in how the game will end up. You uh, took on Winona, I believe, earlier in the season, and they uh, beat you about ten by ten, and uh, they came into our house on Thursday night, and we lost by about six. So a little bit uh, closer matchup, I guess you could say, lower scores. So I don't know, was it more of a defensive thing, or was it was it a scheme to play tighter defense, or, or what, what was different in that game? Well, I would say that in every game, the scheme is to play tighter defense. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't um, score, and you do, you win. Yeah, <laughs> um, we struggled early to score, um, and um, and then we had... We were really good, um, I would say, in about the last 15 minutes of the game on defense. Um, it was a really strong effort. I think, um, if memory serves, they had about 38 points with 15 minutes to go and um, they ended up with about 50, low 50s, mid-50s, and, and, and a bunch of that came with some free throws at the end of the game. So um, we got a lot of stops down the stretch. Um, we, we put ourselves in a big hole, and we, got down, we were down 18 at that 15-minute mark. Um, and so we had a lot of... A lot of work to do to come back, and we made it quite a game. Um, but I think the big thing on, on Thursday night, you know, unfortunately didn't come away with the win. But the the fun part was it was senior night. And we got to celebrate um, five awesome guys: Karsten Clay, Thomas Rattler, Luke Lebinski, Kip Shetton, and Anders Larson, who have been just just really awesome guys around the program. They're extraordinarily well liked. Uh, you should hear their teammates talk about them. Um, they're just great kids, and and so you know, it's unfortunately that we didn't come away with a victory on that night, which is. Always nice and especially nice on the senior night, but um, but at least it's a it was a good way to be able to to celebrate those guys. So with that said, you would have taken on Rochester John Marshall, maybe done a little practicing today or something like that. Do you know exactly? You were you were kind of right in the middle, so you were right around that five hundred. And Winona was, I think, they're eleven and six. So you guys were eight and nine, so you kind of are right there, right in the middle. Where do you get seeded? Where are you going? What are you heading to? I, I know that um, in hockey, I think it's the lowest seed that you know you go play in their house and whatever is it. What? How is it in basketball this year? Yeah, for our section, so we'll have seven teams now since John Marshall's out. Um, so we find out tomorrow. Um, we should know right around this time tomorrow uh, who our opponent will be. Um, and I'll be honest, I, I don't have that exact answer because there are just all those you know, question marks just around with, with, uh, I, there's, there's one program that, that there's a question mark on if they're going to be able to play. And I'm not going to get, I'm not going to speak on, on that necessarily right now about them, but, um, it, it's, we're going to see. So, um, it might be a little bit of a scramble on preparation. We think we know who we're going to, who we're going to have. Um, and in that there, a home game is still actually possible on um, before maybe some of these quarantines, we are going to be, um, definitely going to be on the road. Um, but, um, we're looking at somewhere around the four or five seed, and uh, which is going to 
create a good challenge. We got we got a decent section um, with some teams that can that are going to pose a lot of issues for us to make sure that we are ready to play against. Well, as a four to five team, then there's a I mean there's safe to say you might be playing somebody like Winona or Rochester Century or something like that. Uh, well, Winona's on our, our section is um, Lakeville South, Farmington, Owatonna, um, Century, um, New Prague, um, us and Mayo. Okay. So um, so this is the big nine here or whatever. This yep, is yep, you got the big nine sheet. Um, so our section, uh, we got a couple of schools from the South Suburban in there and New Prague gets thrown in and um, and just the big schools from the big nine. So we'll see what... um. We'll see it comes out. Um, those South Suburban teams are pretty good. Um, Owatonna is a real strong club. Um, but um, at Century, we played them very, very tough twice. Um, the teams we've played, we've, we've had opportunities to play them and play them very tough. Um, had some close games. Um, we walked away with, um, we got one victory on Mayo out of those groups, but you know they're, they're good teams. and So no matter who we're playing, it's a challenge, and I know if we're playing our best, we're definitely going to be in the game. So when do you play? We play Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. And but you just don't know where or when. Or nope, and that's, you know when, but you just don't know. Yep, where. we it, that's that's this time of season. You just you just got to wait until that time. Um, still, a couple games left to play for a couple section teams that will decide a couple of spots for sure. So, wait and see what happens there. Uh, the coaches put we put our votes in tonight, and we find out tomorrow morning. So you put your votes in. So I know that seems kind of goofy <laughs> to to the outsider. He's like. Well, you just look at the record, and then you just kind of say, "Well, those guys deserve to be a number one. That should be a two. In some ways, yes. It, you know. In some ways, uh, but part of it is too is there's a there's a definitely a strength of schedule piece to it um, that is very real because, um, like, I'll, I'll just um, the South Suburban is a better conference than ours, and and I like our conference, um, but it just it just is. So a a team like Farmington and Oatana, Oatana has a much better record. Um, they have maybe three more wins, but if Oatano was playing in their in their section then or their conference and they had that scheduled, I don't know if they would have those three extra wins. Right. Um, you know, and some of the teams, um, unfortunately, the Big Nine has a few teams that are struggle that struggle throughout the year. So, you know, some of our wins are, you know, we get some elevated win totals where another team doesn't get to play those teams, um, and they played a much harder schedule. So, um, that's where it's really more becomes a thing when when records are really close together. Um, so. It's definitely a real thing, and then sometimes, like, um, we got the opportunity to play New Prague, um, where the other section teams didn't, and so it gives you another perspective on how good maybe a team is, and compared to some other teams. So, I think it's a good process. We it allows you to take um, all the elements instead of maybe just look at a computer, look at a formula, and it and it takes some of that. Um, you know, you're able to say if we if that team played this other team, I think. You know, you could say this team probably would have won. Yeah, and and just knowing how the how the teams play and the strengths and weaknesses, and so I think it's a good process. Um, I would prefer it. I think all of our coaches, um, not all agree, but it's it's one where um, I more more prefer voting than not. Was a lot of that have to do with the the COVID restrictions and things like that of who you had to play or who you got to play this year? Yep. Um, the our conference decided just we're going to keep all the games in conference. A lot of conferences did that. Um, some don't have the number of teams to allow that for like an 18 game schedule. You know, if you only had eight teams, you're not going to start playing teams the third round. You know, so they had to go find some extra, some extra games. Um, so um, we picked up New Prague just because uh, we lost the game. Um, like we didn't get to play JM. You know, they had two quarantines this year, and they both happened to fall on when we were going to play them. So we lost the game, and and New Prague lost the game, and it 
you know, it worked out really well because, you know, they're a rel- they're pretty close school in terms of, you know, uh, um, proximity to us. And so it was a, it was a quick way, a quick find. And so it was a good opportunity. And, um, but otherwise, no, we wouldn't have played another team outside the conference. Would you normally want to be doing that? Would you like to have played Lakeville South or Lakeville North throughout the year to just kind of get a feel of where your team is? At? Normally, we have a 26-game schedule, and we hit, and we play every team in the conference twice, so that takes out 22 of the games. So in those extra four, um, I'm very choosy about who we want to go play. I'm selecting the right level of team. Um, we're a 4A school, so we really try to make sure we find 4A teams. Um and that's another thing that helps with that strength of schedule and that seeding process, um, what, you know, at the end of a season. Because um, if you're playing, you know, other coaches will see, hey, okay, yeah, you tried to, yeah, at least you, you played a good opponent there. And, and so we try to get ourselves and find a couple of good games. Um, we get ourselves in, a, in like a holiday tournament, which, uh, which would be a good one. So um, definitely that, that's, that's we, we aim to find very quality non-conference games. I mean, you don't want to get blown out necessarily you don't want to play the number one team in the state but you do want to quality games. match up games that will help us get better um quality teams that that'll help us get better um we're not afraid to play someone that's good and better than us or perceived to be better than us um that's you know we we look for that because we want to play teams that are going to make us better coach driscoll with the high school head coach for the basketball team uh here today with us and uh so when it comes to the section tournaments, state tournaments, things like that, what what is different this year? Have they have they announced anything to you differently, or how are they going to proceed forward? Uh, the only real big difference is that every game will be at a at the highest seed site. Um, so, um, you know, other than the basic other protocol things that have been going on, but in terms of the actual um, proceedings, it's just going to be there's no neutral site games this year. So, uh, which it's just going to be just fine. Um, in the past, we, our section has had um, the semifinals and finals as, as neutral court games, which I feel like only benefits the lower teams, um, not the, the higher seeds. Because, I mean, if I was a higher seed, I'd want every game at home. Right. So um, I, I actually don't have a problem with teams. They earned it throughout the year, so they can have it. Um, and then the other team's got to find a way to call back and get through. So um, that's the, really the only thing. Um, I gonna, I can't tell you anything about state because oh. I'm not worried about state. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're, I'm worried about Wednesday, right. and then at that point, I'm going to worry about Saturday. You know, if we as far as we keep going, um, it's definitely a we'll tackle it when we get there. Right? Is there? But have have they announced where they're going to play it or how they're going to play it? Uh, I, I, yes, but I don't. I I didn't commit it to memory. So right. I, they are going to use Target Center or or the XL or something. Um, so I'm pretty sure we've always been at Target Center, so I think we'll probably get that. But right. I, I don't I don't really know. Right, and we don't know about fans and stuff like that. I'm sure there's gonna, there, with with the governor allowing more fans to into events, and and there will be. I'm sure there's going to be added. Um, you know, there's going to be currently there's there's a max of 250 for our games. Um, if the if the gym can hold it, um, definitely those gyms can hold that. There might be even increased just because we know they can hold even more. Right. I don't know. To de- to be determined. Yep. As always. Yep. So well, you know, good luck on Wednesday to whomever you may yeah. be, maybe play. So yeah, hey, congratulations to all the seniors too. I mean, I, you know. Oh, they're great guys. Yeah, good. They're guys. they're they're phenomenal. Um, you know, it's and I I spoke about this on the senior night that it's a group that, um, that I've probably worked with the most in all my time as being an assistant and and, and to now. Um, just they came in at about at a time when 
I was one of the, you know, early on in my career um, with the program and then coached them in a couple tournaments in middle school and stuff. And so it's definitely a group I feel like I know the best. Um, they're also in a unique spot last year. We only had two seniors and, and so they really kind of had maybe even more of a leadership role than they, than a, than a normal junior group might have. Um, and so, um, and then with, uh, with me being a first year, me being the first year head coach last year too, it's just, uh, so it's a, it's a good, it's a special group. Um, and, and definitely going to miss those guys and down the road. But great thing is that we still got them around for a while. And, right. and, uh, so it's, we just keep going and, and try to make this thing last as long as we can. Well, and they got to play. Yeah. So. And that's one thing I, I feel like that's one thing that they've, they've expressed, um, you know, and I've got that from their parents too. I mean, I, we got to thank, Oh my gosh, the number of people that need to get thanked for, for getting this thing to work, starting with, you know, administration and, and people in the activities office, um, people that come and work the games, you know, and, and help just with all those, all the protocols that have to happen, getting people in the door. Um, parents, I mean, their patience has been awesome and understanding. Um, it's not easy. They, you know, they don't have as many tickets as they would want. Um, they've been very flexible with each other and, and helping with that. Um, they've been great. And then, you know, the people who really don't get thanked is there is a huge official shortage and the, the officials that come and, and, and to the, come in and, and work, um, you know, it's, the people to get these games to, to happen um, has really been awesome. So those people need to be talked about uh, way more than they do. Already, Coach Driscoll, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. We appreciate it. We let, so let's hope we're talking next Saturday, shall we? Oh, sounds great. Let's just let's just hold our breath. Hey, we'll, we'll, let's get through. Let me message. know. <laughs> we'll do. And then, of course, Coach Ryan Driscoll, head coach for the North Hill Raiders basketball team, coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll have Paige Haley joining us right here on KYMN. H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-6281. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. So for homeowners, farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. You may have heard we now have Southern Minnesota's newest LASIK Center, a fixed laser sight at our Faribault location with the latest technology available. But it isn't just technology that makes for a good LASIK experience. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have over 10,000 LASIK procedures under my belt, and that's when I stopped counting 10 years ago. Ritchie Eye Clinic. Check us out, RitchieEyeClinic.com. This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. March is Jeep Celebration Month. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. So if you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everyone at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3 in Northfield. 
Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday, from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, or Michael Thompson. It's Heritage Dental Care in Northfield. Does your current business bank feel impersonal, focused on the bottom line, too busy to talk? Hi, I'm Jody with Merchants Bank, and our business team is here for one simple reason, to support the hopes and dreams you have for your business. It's time to work with a bank that prefers more personal interactions, will understand your business goals like you do, and is invested in your success. And that's where we come in. We're Merchants Bank, a community bank that's small enough to care for you, big enough to care for your dreams. Good morning and welcome back to a Raider Wrap on a Saturday morning. Beautiful, glorious Saturday morning. Sunshine everywhere. 60 degrees today. Cooling off a little bit tomorrow. Uh, A high of around 49. And then Sunday night, it's 20% chance of some snow. Yeah, I know. I should stop swearing on the radio. But it looks like a little chance of snow. But then Monday, snow is likely 70% chance of precipitation. Probably mixed with some rain. So it'll all kind of wash out and then... Average in the, the mid-40s to high-40s throughout the remainder of the week. So today, uh, one of the better days to get out and, again, enjoy this early spring weather. Speaking of out and about, I do believe that Coach Paige Haley is out and about somewhere. How you doing, Coach? Good. How are you? Where, are, where, are you, where are you at today? You got, a, you got a hockey game this afternoon, don't you? I do. So I'm running around right now, running a couple of errands. I have my two managers, Avery Valak and Paige Christensen, are going to suit up and play in the JV game. So I'm just getting together some equipment for them. And I'm trying to recruit Paige. She's only a freshman. Trying to recruit her to come out and play it for us next year. So uh, I don't know if I'll get the okay from her parents, but she seems to have fun. And Avery's a good athlete, so they're going to just have fun. For our their last regular season game this this afternoon. So you're just gonna yeah. So what time's that JV game at? Well, we uh, the bus leaves for them at eleven, so about one one thirty ish, and then we play or varsity plays at three fifteen down in Winona. Got it. Uh, Austin decisive win eight to nothing. Uh, Rochester Century just uh, a couple days ago, another decisive win. Uh, you continue on a roll. Uh, you continue in this in the conference here to to just kind of roll. You're undefeated still. Uh, Red Wing got canceled. What was uh, what was going on there? I mean, you did play them here at Northfield about uh, February 18th, and you shut them out. So, uh, what was the uh, the game on Monday? Um, we were supposed to go down and play Red Wing. Um... They had their varsity team got quarantined, and then uh, our JV was ready to go, and then we got the call that they just didn't have enough bodies to field a JV team for us to play at all. So that was unfortunate. We've had a couple games like that this year, which has uh, made it kind of difficult for us to get in our full game schedule. We've only played 14 total when we should have had 18. Um, but you know, this year wasn't guaranteed anyways, so 
the fact that we're able to play at all, I think we're still grateful for that. And um, I think that the games we have had, uh, they definitely haven't taken a period off. They've played with everything they've had each game just because they know, you know, they don't know if that game they're going to play is going to be the last because of us getting shut down. We've been very fortunate that we haven't had anything happen on our end. So you take on Winona today at 315, 0-16. They haven't, uh, they've had like 10, they've been shut out 10 times. Again, we talk about focus and different things like that. You have probably, I'm guessing you guys will be a number one seed. Would that be fair or do you know? Um, In our section, we have Farmington and Lakeville South. So I think it's hard for us to still justify us getting the one seed um, just because of our strength of schedule and all that. But uh, we did put in our statements. Uh, they were due last night at 8 p.m. for where we felt like we landed in the section. And basically I said, if you think our strength of schedule is really, you know, a factor, then we deserve the three seed. If we were to have our regular schedule with our current team and how uh, basically how good we are, we would deserve the two. So we're fighting for the two. I think we deserve the two, but um, it just kind of depends on how the rest of the coaches in the section vote. So does it matter what happens uh, to Winona today? Uh, well, I mean, we'll most likely, I feel confident that we'll win. I mean, teams that we're kind of killing have killed them. So it will be, it will be, uh, a game where maybe we move around some positions and some kids get different opportunities, but really our eyes are very focused knowing that tomorrow we'll know our seed. We're going to have a meeting, kind of talk about our game plan and we'll have a game on Monday. So. You will have a game this Monday. Yes, Monday, and it will most likely be home. Um, unless we get the one or two seed, then we would have a bye, and we wouldn't have a game on Monday. We would practice. If you get the one or two seed, you get the bye. Yes, because there's only six teams total in the section this year that are competing. Okay. Uh, do you know what time you play on Monday? Um, if we were to play, it would be a seven fifteen game. Do they have they with the new uh, announcement with? Uh, different regulations and stuff like that. Did they move anything around as far as, uh, you know, maybe additional people in the stands or anything like that, or have they just continued with the protocols that you, you know of? They're continuing with the protocols. I know that anyone on that, so I had to turn in my sections roster about a week ago, and they provided those families um, an opportunity for, I think, at least two tickets, I want to say four but two for sure, and that's it. Like, there's no outside guests that get to come. It's just whoever is um, with that player. So they're keeping it tight, um, and I, I understand why, you know, especially with this crossover. Uh, we're going to have to just hope that nothing bad happens because if we were to be thrown in quarantine or if any team is thrown in quarantine at this point, then their season's over. Right. Well, we were just talking to Coach Driscoll, and they were supposed to play uh, Rochester John Marshall today. And, of course, they had to quarantine the Rochester team. And you know, who wants to risk that at this at this stage of the season, right? I mean, you're right here. You're, you're, they're going to go forward with playoffs this year. They're going to go forward with state tournaments this year. So you definitely don't want to jeopardize a team or go in somewhere and, and, you know, now you get quarantined and your season is over. Right, right, exactly. So we're just trying to you know, be cautious and 
right now we're keeping our varsity and JV teams completely separate. So before we were having some players play both JV and varsity, and now we've kind of stopped that, um, keeping them both completely separate so that we can't have any chances of a JV player, you know, bringing it, bringing something to varsity or vice versa. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, anything can happen, right? I mean, but let's be hopeful and, and uh, stick to the protocols and do what you're asked to do. We're not we're not out of the woods yet. Right, exactly. And I think, you know, our girls have been very disciplined and uh, respectful of the protocols and rules that have been put in place. And I think, you know, because because of that, we haven't gotten shut down. So I'm I'm proud of them for doing what they have to do and realizing that this isn't about them or they're selfish. <laughs> teenage wants that they they understand that it could affect the whole group so well you got you got a really good group of seniors too that are they're leaders uh they're not only leaders but they you know they they they're they're some of your top scorers um some of your top defense um good leaders all all around so i think uh you know that's important i think that plays a big part in it too is the your, your leadership of the girls that are playing on the team right exactly and you know we have a group of five seniors that are playing on our ice right now and then Jess who's out but she's still around and a part of the team and I think they don't want their season ended earlier than it has to be it already got started later than it was supposed to so I think and you know I kind of gave them the the talk at the beginning of the year of like you don't have to agree with it you don't have to like it but you have to do it and you know like as team leaders, seniors, and captains, and myself and the other members of the coaching staff. We're going to follow what the state has told us to do, what our athletic director has asked us, our superintendent. And if we follow that, then we shouldn't have too many issues. Well, they, you know, like I say, today, what, Winona, 0-16, your team's walking in there 14-0, 13-0. I'm assuming that the seniors are going to step up. They are going to take control of this game because they probably really want to do an uh, undefeated season to wrap this thing up. Oh, yeah. I would, I... Yeah. yeah, absolutely. To say that we have an undefeated regular season is pretty – I mean, like, it's still hard to do. It doesn't matter if your conference is, you know, if it's viewed as weaker or whatnot. Like, you still have to basically be perfect. And uh, we've had a couple games this year against, you know, both Owatonna and Mankato East where they've been tighter. And we've had moments of, like, you know, having to – play real hockey and it's been great like we've learned a lot from those games but like I said you we have to be disciplined to be able to pull off an undefeated season so I definitely think that the girls have done a really good job of that and they deserve that so yeah today take care of today and we'll be ready to to claim that as an undefeated season. Coach Paige Haley joins us this morning on the Raider Wrap and what is going to be a little bit different uh, as far as the sections that you know of anything? I mean, and, and, and I know you want to get past today. You want to think about today. You want to plan for Winota today. Let's get the undefeated season out of the way. We'll figure out what happens tomorrow in the sections and stuff like that. But how do you, have you been able to look at some of those Farmington or Lakeville South teams and kind of get a feel for, you know, kind of last year, you, I think you, you, you know, you got through that first game of the sections and uh, you put up a battle in that uh, section final. Do you, can you look into your crystal ball and kind of say, you know, what are your chances or what are how you, how you, how are you feeling against the rest of some of these bigger schools that you haven't been able to see this year? Right. And that's, you know, where our regular 
schedule like we would have had, we would have been able to play Lakeville South one time, Farmington one time, even Lakeville North, who's a close competitor to a Farmington Lakeville South. But um, we had one of my coaches actually got into uh, one of the games last week where Lakeville South and Farmington were playing each other and went and scouted that game. And uh, his report is that's one of the best girls high school hockey games he's seen in a while. Uh, but that they're very beatable and it's not like an impossible plan or thought for us to be able to beat them. And, you know, we proved that last year, right? Like it, just because we're a big nine team and we technically played all the Southern Minnesota schedule um, doesn't mean that we aren't competitive in our section as well. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the run we're going to make here in section. Well, I think uh, part of that has to do with their coach, to be honest with you. I know you're a humble individual and whatnot, but your accomplishments, uh, you know, playing hockey and then going into the Big Ten and playing for the Gophers and stuff like that, I think uh, really helps to, you know, bring that type of leadership um, in and to keep people disciplined and just keep hustling and keep working and realizing that it's not who the opponent is, it's how you perform that day. Right, exactly. Yeah, I think that my what I bring to our team as a coach and a leader is just that competitive, you know, that competitive mindset. I think, you know, the way I talk to them is like, you're the best team in the conference, take care of it. And, you know, some people might be like, geez, that's pretty brutal, but I just have high expectations for them. And I wouldn't have high expectations for them if they couldn't meet it. You know, like they're a very talented group of girls and I, I truly believe in them. So if, they're able to meet those expectations and I'm going to put it on them and they totally can. It was fun Thursday night uh, or Saturday there against Austin. It was senior night, I believe that night. And, uh, um, you started all the seniors. That was kind of cool to see, except for Malik, obviously yeah. she, you don't, yeah. you don't have a senior goalie. So, um, yeah. but it was kind of cool to see the, the, the front line all come out there and, uh, start that game. And then, uh, you know, they got on the board quick. So it was kind of fun. Yeah, no, it was super fun. I think, uh, this group of seniors has been through a lot. They've been a part of a state tournament team as single A, and now they've had to make the switch to double A. They've had a coaching change. They've definitely see, seen a lot of different things in their program, but I think the group that they are now, I'm very proud of them. They have high character. They are, like you've said, and like everyone notices, they're good leaders, and they're a really fun group to have as a group of seniors uh, going into this playoff run here. Well, good luck to you, Coach, and to the rest of the team. I hope you don't play on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I do too, but you know what? We'll just mentally prepare that we, we have to play, and when we do, we're going to be ready to roll. Are you? Uh, yeah, so you got to play today. So then uh, when, when, when today is done, they'll announce, what, tomorrow, probably in the morning? Yeah, I, I, our votes are due by 10 a.m. on Sunday, so I would imagine early afternoon we would know. Sounds good. Well, good luck to you. Okay, thank you. All right, Coach Paige Haley joins us this morning on the Raider Wrap. We got A.J. Reister coming up with a gymnastics interview that'll blow you off the mat. That's all coming up right here on KYMN. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. 
Ritchie Eye Clinic, and LASIK Center. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Community Resource Bank is getting a makeover. Security is very important. So with the launch of their new website, there will be a new website address at crb.bank. A verified bank domain means a more secure online banking solution and trusted communication. Look for their new website and logo starting on February 15th. Great things are happening at Community Resource Bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! I want to tell you about Parade of Homes, and the spring preview starts February 27th to March 28th. The hours and all the details are at paradeofhomes.org. We have a brand new home at 475 River Valley Lane. It's an amazing home, a walkout, rambler-style, four bedrooms and three baths, two up, two down. It's really geared towards specifically the senior in mind with very minimal steps and stairs, really everything you need on the main floor. But what I'm so happy about this one is it's just not bigger than it needs to be, but has all the amenities, like a little jewelry box. Please come out and join us during the Parade of Homes. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders, or give us a call, 507 360 1288 Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom built homes meet your budget and your Spring dreams. is coming. Make sure your basement stays dry during the snow melt and rain. Contact Safe Basements of Minnesota at safebasements.com about waterproofing today, and you'll get an experienced team to assess exactly what your needs are. All products are locally made with an unmatched quality and a lifetime guarantee. Deal only with the trusted experts, not the imitators. Schedule your appointment today at safebasements.com. At safebasements.com. Peace of mind is a safe basement. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap and Hit the Road, Jack, indeed. So uh, we got some tournaments coming up, and uh, joining me again this morning, uh, we got Nan Newberry, who did a game last night, as I believe the Raiders girls uh, took on... Faribault Falcons. Faribault. And how did we fare against Faribault? Well, we basically had a great night. I mean, if you want, it was senior night, so I, they couldn't finish uh, the regular season any better, although they were playing this afternoon on a kind of a, make, what do I call a makeup game. But the seniors, yeah, last night they lit up the scoreboard. 66-28 to 28 was the final for Norfolk girls. Uh, Emma Rasmussen had 20 points, 18 in the first half. Um, Hody, uh, Emma Hodap had 14, uh, Richardson had 12, you tack all of those together and then you add a whole f- flight of other players and they, they did a nice job last night. So, uh, great for senior night. They had a good celebration afterwards and they'll be losing six seniors from this year's team. One is the manager and the rest are players. Um, and, but, uh, you know, they have two juniors next year and a whole slug of sophomores or, or a whole 
Sluggo Sophomores will be juniors. So. Right. So, and then you said they were 10-4 and four on the season? They're 10-4. and four. They, can, they have a game this afternoon at one thirty. That's against John Marshall. Um, the other side, the girls' side, they, they don't have any COVID issues, so they'll be playing this afternoon at one thirty. Uh, if they win, uh, we're, they pretty much have the third seed locked up in the section, Section 1, Class 4A. Um, if they lose, John Marshall could make an argument to say, hey, we should be number three seed for the sections. Um, but I think the girls will probably come out after the big win they had last night and just keep on pour, you know, pouring things on, putting the speed together, and, and, and do it. So Section 1, 4A has uh, got two powerhouse teams in it. Uh, Farmington, who's undefeated this season. Uh, they went to state last year and got shut down in the state championship because uh, of COVID. They're going to take on Hopkins. And so they this year they are uh, they are undefeated at uh, I want to say seventeen and zero, ranked number one in four A. So they got a battle. They got they got a road to hole yet. So well say. for Northfield. Yeah. Yeah. Well they def- yeah right. They're the three seed will put them at home for their first game, and then they'll probably be on road to Rochester to take on Mayo the number two. Do seed. we know what day that'll be? Tuesday's the first round. Tuesday's the first round. All right, Ned. Appreciate you stopping in. Real Absolutely. Quick. Thank you, sir. And let's t- get uh, caught up with what A.J. Reister had to do with the uh, gymnastics team. It's Jolie Harris along with Tori Kilodowski on Meet the Raider. Take it away, A.J. Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to Raider Rap. I am A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022, here with gymnastics all-stars Jolie Harris and Tori Kilonowski. How are you two doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, too. We just had some Starbucks, so mm-hmm. a little hopped up on caffeine, but <laughs> it's a good day. There yeah. you go. We'll start with some get-to-know-you questions. How has Hyper been going for you guys so far? Yeah, Hyper's been pretty good, actually. I like how the system is going. That's good. How about you, Tori? I'm actually not doing hybrid. I'm doing, like, this PSEO program mm-hmm. through, like, the high school and stuff, so I'm doing fully online at Inver Hills right now, so I haven't gotten to experience the hybrid. <laughs> are you going to continue when we start the full in-person? Are you going to continue to do the PSEO, or what are you going to do about that? I'm going to finish off the year with PSEO. I'm already doing it the full year. It would be nice to go back to school, but... They don't really offer it there, which is kind of too bad. I miss going to school, actually. (laughs) Never thought I'd hear that. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I think this whole experience has made us all kind of feel like that. So you're not alone. Yeah, (laughs) most definitely. Tori, you're taking PSEO classes. What kind of classes are you taking through that? Right now, I'm actually taking a ceramics class and a few psychology and then a personal health class. This year I'm a senior, so I kind of just get to finish off my elective credits, which is nice. But my ceramics class, that's hard to do from home. (laughs) It's honestly like, you know those spinning pottery things? They didn't give us those. So the teacher was like, if you would like, you can have somebody sit there and spin a plate for you. (laughs) And it's kind of the same thing. Let me tell you, it does not work. It's not that... Doesn't work that well. Ooh, that yeah, no, that sounds like a difficult class to do online. Uh, that's, yeah. Hey, mom, can you spin a plate for me? <laughs> exactly. Just, just for like half an hour, please. <laughs> it's a good, yeah. it's a good workout. <laughs> what about you, Julie? What kind of classes are you taking? Um, I am taking core for one of my electives, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I took that class last year. I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm, so. Me too. And then, are you guys in any other sports, or are you primarily just gymnastics? 
Um, uh, we're in track actually, like coming up soon. So yeah, yeah, we. I've done track for the past few years and gymnastics. I've been in forever. Track's fun. Most definitely. And yeah. it's nice to be. It's and awesome to be like outside, and doing a sport. So it's fun. Like the meets are outside. Practice is outside. Get a nice tan in before the summer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm excited for track too. It's. I didn't since we didn't have a season last year, so yeah. it's gonna be really fun to finally be able to do it after a couple of years. So it'll be fun. Yeah. And then, what do you guys do outside of school and sports? We get a little bit of a window of what you do inside of school and sports, but what do you do outside of those two things? I hang out with friends, and I uh, actually live on a farm with horses, so I go horseback riding a lot. Actually. Nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. What yeah. about you, Tori? Kind of the same thing. Lately, it's been really nice out, and I've been, like, going on walks with my dogs. I live, like, right next to this, like, wilderness woods area. <laughs> so I've just been, like, outside playing with my dogs in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun, too, just living your best life. Yeah. So now we'll start off with some of the gymnastics questions. This off season has been really weird, to say the least. What would you guys do to stay connected as a team? Honestly, this year it was really hard because we couldn't do anything in person. Usually we plan like a few events and like get together for a few team bonding things. We did end up doing like a Zoom meeting off like for the off season practices, but it's so hard to like get in touch with each other when you're not constantly seeing each other. But we did see each other at practices during the summer, but yeah, for the most part, it's just been hard. It's been really hard. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you guys do for those Zoom meetings? I've talked to a lot of teams and how they've used Zoom, and every team's used Zoom differently. How did you guys use Zoom? We just kind of sat there and talked for a while. Like, there were a few times we would go on the Zoom meetings, and we'd all just sit there and talk. And it's hard, though, because you have, like, 14, 15 kids on this same call trying yeah. to all talk at once. So we honestly didn't really do much off-season team bonding stuff this year, which is kind of a bummer because I always love doing that. Yeah, I yeah, know that's definitely been a big bummer for a lot of the teams I've talked to. They're saying that it's just been really hard to connect, especially with the younger kids without the team bonding. So, yeah, it's it's definitely hopefully going to be better next year when we can do those things. So what are some of the team's strong points? We were kind of getting towards the end of the year. What were the team's strongest points throughout the year? Um, I would have to say if like one of us gets hurt, uh, there's always that one person that can be there to step up and take their place if they are that badly injured. So yeah, I, we've always been really good at that. Like always, as like if one person kind of gets hurt and they can't practice, there's always somebody to step up, get those new skills, and put in those scores and routines. Yeah, you guys just have depth, and that makes makes a team really strong. Is when, like you said, if somebody goes down, you have somebody able to step up and get those points back for the team. So yeah, yeah, that's really good. I'm sitting here nodding my head like the radio can see <laughs> me nod my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> what are some things that the team is working on heading into the, into the conference meet? Um, technically, this interview is being recorded on Thursday. It'll air on Saturday, and that's when you guys have your conference meet. So what have you guys been working on heading up into this meet? A lot of upgrade skills, just new skills, working on like perfecting our routines and just kind of getting those reps in to kind of perfect those a lot. Yeah, I'd have to say, and I agree with her. Yeah. 
just getting getting a little bit better every day so you can do your best stuff at the conference meet. Mm-hmm. And then what are your goals and expectations for this conference meet? Um, I don't really want to set, like, an expectation for us because I don't want to set, like, a certain score we want to get, but I just want us to do better and have fun, like, kind of start finishing up the season with a good attitude, still having fun, having a good time. This is I'm a senior, so this is my last year. So I just want to, I know it's sad, <laughs> but I just want to have these last few meets just be fun and enjoy it. I really want to hopefully get the highest score that we've ever gotten this year so far. So Yeah, just go out with a bang. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, what is the most exciting thing about this team? You talked about how deep you guys are as a team and how someone is able to step up if someone goes down. What's the most exciting thing that us as fans can watch for when we're watching you guys? We're out there having fun. Like, you watch our like our floor routines. We all sit there, and we do each other's floor routines. We'll sit there, and a few times, Jolie, like, she has this part where she claps. We all sit there and clap, and she'll look around at us, give us a <laughs> few smiles. And that's always fun, just to, like, interact during our routines, because it makes it so much funner. I think that's a word. <laughs> we'll make it a word for this <laughs> what about What about you, Jolie? What do you think is the most exciting thing about this team? I will have to agree with Tori. Um, when I'm like out there and I'm clapping three times, I look around and I just see everyone smiling and I, I get pumped up from it and I'm just so excited to do floor and it's just one of my top favorite events to do, so... And then the final question that I have for you guys is, how have COVID-19 protocols affected practices and meets? I mean, it's affected everybody differently, but how has it affected the gymnastics team specifically? I think something that really affects me is not having those fans and, like, audience that we normally do. So we go to a meet, and there's just nobody there but the gymnast, basically. And it's so hard to take it seriously to the point where, like, we're like, okay, we're competing. This is a meet. We got this. It's hard to get into that zone without that audience there. And personally, I've missed, like, I mean, yes, I still get nervous and I still get that, like, adrenaline. But I miss on having, because I used to have so much, especially with, like, fans watching, because I'd be like, don't mess up. Don't mess up. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, no, no fans at the stands is definitely affected lots of teams because i mean that's where a a lot of athletes just get their energy and get pumped up for their events and games and stuff so it's hopefully next year we can have those fans back in the stands and continue just to have fun well thank you jolie and tori for coming in today i had a great time and good luck to you guys in the postseason yeah thank thank you you. so much yeah thank you guys we've got more sports coming up you're listening to kymn 95.1 the one H&R Block has many options to make filing your taxes easy. Our tax pros can help you get your max refund with or without the office visit. Drop in, drop off, or a tax pro can even do your taxes virtually. Send some pics from your phone without leaving home. Just another way, Block has your back. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. H&R Block, 1300 Bullenbacher Drive in Norfield. Open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Give them a call at 507-645-628. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents 
agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. This is Jacob from Northfield Ford Chrysler, the home of the best price guarantee on new vehicles from Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Ford. We have a great selection of year-end closeout 2020 F-150s and the all-new 2021 F-150. You will be amazed when you come to check it out. Whether you buy or lease, Northfield Ford Chrysler has the best deals. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Monday through Thursday, 9 to 8, and Friday and Saturday, 9 to 5. Go Raiders! From everybody at Northfield Ford Chrysler and Highway 3 in Northfield. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, or Michael Thompson. It's Heritage Dental Care in Northfield. Does your business have a trusted financial partner you can count on? Hi, I'm Jody with Merchants Bank, a community bank that believes in building community by building businesses. That means we're here to be a resource and a sounding board through the ups and downs of your business. It's about a partnership built on mutual trust and respect. We want to know what makes your business unique and help you reach your next goal, whether that's hiring your first employee or expanding to a new location. If you're ready for that kind of partner, join the Merchants Bank family today. Welcome back to Raider Rep on KYMN 95.1, The One. Let's take a look back at a full week of winter high school sports. On Monday, the boys' hockey team beat Winona 5-1, to one, scoring one goal in the first period and four more in the second. Josh Kruger had a goal and Will Tadona and Spencer Klotz had two goals each. Keaton Wallach was in goal and had 11 saves. The girls' basketball team beat Owatonna 59-52, and senior Annika Richardson reached a big milestone in scoring her 1,000th career point. Congratulations, Annika. The boys' basketball team lost to Owatonna on Monday, 77-65. The Huskies jumped out to a 35-31 lead at half and piled up the points in the second, scoring 42 while holding the Raiders to 34. Kip Shetnan led the team in points with 31. On Wednesday, the wrestling team defeated Austin 80 to nothing in Rochester Mayo 41 to 21 to advance to the section final. Keith Harner, Jake Mesner, Sam Holman, Owen Murphy, Chase Barron, Nick Mikula, Quinn Ertz, and Mason Pago all had pins, and Logan Williams had two pins. The boys hockey team beat Faribault on Wednesday 7 to nothing, scoring five goals in the first period and two more in the second. Isaac Johnson, Bodie Hossie, and Spencer Klotz all had goals, and Carson Van Zylen and Davis Royal each had two. Keaton Wallach was in goal and had 16 saves as the Raiders improved to 11-5-1 and sit in second place in the Big Nine Conference. The girls' Alpine team competed at State on Wednesday, and Libby Bruss took 25th and Olivia Murphy took 35th. Congratulations, girls. 
On Thursday, the girls' hockey team beat Rochester Century 5 to nothing, scoring two goals in the first and second period and one more in the third period. Rachel Braun had one goal, and Ayla Puppy and Ava Stanchina each had two goals. Maggie Malka had seven saves as the Raiders improved to 14-0 on the season and sit in second place in the Big Nine Conference. The boys' basketball team lost to Winona on Thursday, 55-49. Winona jumped out to a 28-20 lead at halftime, and the Raiders outscored Winona in the second half, 29-27, but it wasn't enough to complete the comeback. Soren Richardson led the team in points with 16 as the Raiders dropped to 8-9 on the season and sit in 7th place in the Big Nine Conference. On Friday, the boys' swimming and diving team competed at the section meet and took third and are sending two individuals and one relay to the state meet. The 200 medley relay of Eric Larson, Owen Lemkul, Ryan Malika, and Jens Kasten broke the school record and qualified for the state meet. Eric Larson took second in the 200 IM to qualify for the state meet, and Ryan Malika made state cuts in the 100 butterfly and the 100 backstroke. Good luck, boys. The girls' basketball team beat Faribault on Friday, 66-28. The Raiders leapt out to a commanding 46-14 lead at halftime and held the Falcons to 14 in the second half and scored another 20. Emma Rasmussen led the team in points with 20 as the Raiders improved to 10-4 on the season and sit in fourth place in the Big Nine Conference. The boys' Nordic team competed at the state meet on Friday, and Sam Fullen took 44th and had a combined classic and skate time of 22 minutes and 23 seconds, and Martin Bryce took 60th and had a combined classic and skate time of 22 minutes and 58 seconds. Congratulations, boys. Today, the wrestling team compete at the section tournament against Albert Lee at New Prague at 10 a.m. If they win that head-to-head matchup, they take on either New Prague or Shakopee to fight for a semifinal spot in the state tournament. The gymnastics team have their conference meet today in Mankato at 10 a.m. The girls' basketball team take on Rochester JM at the Northfield High School at 1.30. The girls' hockey team take on Winona at the Winona Bud King Ice Arena at 3.15. And the boys' hockey team take on Rochester Century at the Graham Arena Complex at 7.15. Thank you for listening to this segment of Raider Rap. Be sure to stay tuned for more sports right here on KYMN 95.1, The One. Community Resource Bank is an integral part of the thriving business and residential communities of Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Community Resource Bank strives to continually advance the trusted security you have banking with them, and great things are happening. Starting February 15th, Community Resource Bank will have a new website, crb.bank, and a new logo. Locally owned and operated, Community Resource Bank is truly a community bank. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! 
Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. I want to tell you about two great opportunities to build a new home on very affordable lots in Cannon River Estates and Hills of Spring Creek. We have beautiful lots that we can custom build a home exactly to what you want at your budget. One level living or two stories, open floor plan concepts, plans with high ceilings, beautiful windows, wide doors, and curbless entry showers with all custom built kitchen cabinets. Give us a call today at 507-366-1288 or check us out at our website, jrbr.builders. Spring is coming. Make sure your basement stays dry during the snow melt and rain. Contact Safe Basements of Minnesota at safebasements.com about waterproofing today, and you'll get an experienced team to assess exactly what your needs are. All products are locally made with an unmatched quality and a lifetime guarantee. Deal only with the trusted experts, not the imitators. Schedule your appointment today at safebasements.com. That's safebasements.com. Peace of mind is a safe basement. And that's a wrap on this Saturday morning for the Raider Wrap. Jimmy LaRue and A.J. Reister with you today. Don't forget, we got a food drive drive through going on today through uh, 9 o'clock until about 11.30. So you get about a half an hour for the Northfield Area Fire and Rescuers annual food drive at the Community Action Center over uh, on Jefferson over there. It is uh, the Northfield Area Fire and Rescue Department to provide a contactless, safe, one-day drop-off event at the CAC. Please consider stopping by and donating. Monetary donations can also be made online at communityactioncenter.org slash donate. Northfield is offering in-person tours of their beautiful new building. They provide the full continuous